0: Welcome to PQ for Christians. We are a community of Christian coaches committed to integrating the work of positive intelligence into our Christian faith and daily practices. Aligning Christianity and PQ has the capacity to support us individually with our clients and to have a positive effect on the Christian church today and in the future. Enjoy. This episode. All right, so welcome back to another episode of PQ for Christians, and I have my special guest again with me, Alexa. How are you, Alexa today?
1: Hi, good. Happy G- to be here.
0: Yes, and I am looking forward to jumping back into the uh, PQ and Christianity progression. So we All left right. them on a ledge. Are we ready to to take them off the mm-hmm. ledge or?
1: Mm-hmm. Do you want to start by reading that paragraph again? Yes, I will.
0: So, so stage three of the progression that was noticed is what's next. I'm embracing, deepening and accepting transformation that moves from the inward being to the outward loving of others. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful place to be. I mean, just think about it. Let's just slide PQ to the side here for a moment. Think about our walk with Christ to be at that place of embracing yes. and deepening and accepting the transformation that we go through. The inside out. Man, that's it's, just...
1: It oof. sounds like being. It does. Which is very um, unstressed.
0: Yes. Oh great point. And and I actually attribute that PQ language would be the the place of ease and flow, right? Yes. And it may you may go through difficult things, but there's still a sense of ease and flow or a sense of peace. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so Say more about the uh that Stage, Stage Three: the what's next. I mean, I'll share more about how I felt
1: about it, but: um, it's really interesting because today, in PQ. Spirituality, they brought up a, a question. I never I didn't talk about it with the group. So a question that, a few questions that were raised at PQ Spirituality, um, how has your spirituality been a factor in your pursuit to be a coach? What impact does spirituality have on your evolution as a coach? And, and then we have this question of when you're in it and it tr- transforms you and you become very outward, um, I couldn't say that I had any grand spiritual overtures and going to CTI and becoming a coach. Right. But in the looking back, it was all the hand of God. Yes. It's all ease and flow because as I look back between CTI and the healing that CTI brought me, go right to PQ, the healing that PQ brought me, I then marvel mm. at, the course that brought yeah. me there. Mm-hmm. And it's not about control. Right. Mm-hmm. I certainly made a choice. I saw CTI. I'm like, that looks like it'd be fun, but I couldn't even begin to comprehend what work was being done right? or what freedom God wanted for me. And shortly after I completed, um, I completed CTI jumped right into um positive intelligence, COVID in the whole nine happened. And that's when we decided to take in my husband's um, adult daughter, who's developmentally and dis- uh, mentally disabled. And I was given all the tools mm. to meet head on wow. COVID yeah. and caring for and loving an adult with disabilities Mm. in my home during a season of COVID Mm. and I got so much out of the coaching experience. Obviously I decided to become a coach and then I got a whole other level up in PQ of freedom of things that my heart has always prayed for in terms of healing. And I'm all jazz thinking it's all about me, right? Like God wants this for me. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's a both. And, But, whoa, she came into our household, and I was like, it's for her. Yeah, I'm uniquely equipped to care for her in ways that I would have been a basket case. I mean, COVID was a challenge to begin with, Mm. but um, I've never been a parent. I've never had a child and had a 33-year-old adult with special needs right and i feel loved and cared for because of the shepherding that ease and flow that led me to that path and then then the ability to be calm and relaxed or curious yeah and take on the 2 years that we had her here caring for her and loving on her and changing her life and I just marvel at that. I didn't plan that. <laughs> yeah, and so you know? No,
0: and and I agree and I call it well, I don't call it. It's called providence, right? When we think about it from a providential perspective. But you brought up two things there that I want to I want to touch on. And it was more about accepting the transformation, right? So you're yes to CTI, you're yes to PQ was all part of this transformation, and I think when we when we get so rigid in our thinking that everything has to fit within these conform boxes we we miss the vastness of God you know what I mean because the fact that you were able to get healed in a place that people in the church would have been like. That's not God, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, no, you can't tell me it's not God because I know what I I know what I felt, I know what I experienced there. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and I have a similar situation is is when I was in coach, uh, coach school, um, and part of it, and I shared this before. Part of my journey was that those hidden biases that were inside. I realized that I was mm-hmm. not loving people from a Christ perspective. I thought I was, but when it mm-hmm. came to alternative lifestyles, I had a bias. You know what I mean? I was, I was looking at them from a different view. I wasn't looking at them from a place of unconditional love. I wasn't looking at my daughter from a place of unconditional love and her partner from unconditional love. And and the Holy Spirit convicted me of that in coaching school as a result of an exercise that I was doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I go to church, I put on my uniform, and I'm like, I'm good to go. But in reality, when all the all the guards were down was when God got to see my heart, and he's like, okay, now we can get to this place. Yeah. So I, I love that, that whole understanding and the fact of... Being able to look back, I always say we we kind of see the vastness of God in most times, most places in hindsight. When we look back, we're like, mm-hmm. wow, Lord, you were there. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to see that is incredible. And the second point you brought up was this inward being to the outward loving of others. You were you just you said that you were granted those skills to be able to love outwardly for someone that had needs. And you're like, "Wait, you already knew that this was going to happen. Therefore, you put it inside of me here so that it could manifest over there to make this transition though it was hard, but it made it from a place of ease and flow.
1: Oh, I I don't know what I would have done without it. Without it, God knew. Yeah, Yeah. God knew. Like this is—I mean, it's obviously not an easy task. Yes. And God knew what I would need and how I would need to level up so I would have peace Mm. and energy in the giving. Yeah. Doesn't mean it wasn't hard, um, but we certainly see fruit from it. So it was fruitful. Yes. And now we're empty nesters again, and she's thriving. And, um, we can see how the two years of being with us, she learned, she grew, Mm. she did PQ as well.
0: Awesome. So, um,
1: has high anxiety and, um, like I applied a lot of the PQ principles in helping her with daily life. Um, like she'd have to get a lot of MRIs and if you've ever had one, they're terribly loud and confusing. I have. And, um, she's claustrophobic and I'd lay her on a yoga mat and I found there are on YouTube, um, MRI recordings Ah. and I'd blast it. Yep. And then speak visualizations to her. So when she hears MRI noises, she automatically goes into a beautiful visualization. Well, she lives on her own now. She's engaged has to do her yearly MRIs and at this last MRI she's like oh I didn't I didn't need any drugs I didn't take anything and I was like what she See? goes I just PQ and it works I was like you kidding me we went from panic attacks and the need wow. for drugs and a whole lot of visualizations yep. and training but it it changed her brain and now she knows it works, so she she practices it on her own. So, um, what an, an amazing freedom tool! Yes, and a gift to give others. Yes, and they're yeah. more free. So she's not going to fear an MRI anymore. Yes, and she wow. knows that she has the ability to give herself the tool that she needs to lower her anxiety, and it's a beautiful thing. I mean, look yeah. at all that multiplication. That's there's just so much. Gift in 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 that, and like I said, I don't control that. I don't plan for that. It just keeps um, growing.
0: Yes, the fruits, right? Just keeps coming, right? Yeah, yeah that that yeah. that's a beautiful place. So, anything else you want to share about
1: states three? Hmm. Nothing comes to mind, though. I I do like the being in the vine reference because if we're in the vine um, that is the the plug-in to yes. ease and flow
0: mm. yeah i i'm fascinated by the the deepening right mm. when i think about the deepening i i think about what paul was talking about in ephesians that they may know what is the depth the width the height Of the love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, I just I as soon as I read that word, I was like, oh, man, how deep is it? And I think about like one of my favorite movies is The Matrix, you know, number one where where Morpheus is sitting at the table and he's like, I'm going to present to you the red pill and the blue pill, the blue pill. You go back to the land that you came from, the red pill. We see how deep this rabbit hole goes. so I'm like <laughs> immediately I want to take the red pill. you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I, yeah. and, and that's what I think about when I think about the the deepening because in your last episode you mentioned about the mountain of the heart and girl that the was heart
1: mountain that yeah. was
0: an incredible and to 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 think about this and to really chew on what you said. That And the Bible tells us this, that we're never, ever going to get to the end of God. We're never going to reach that peak. So it's a constant deepening of learning more and more about him throughout eternity.
1: Do you want to hear about a weird dream I had in my 30s? Sure. Do you think that you think the I listeners of this yeah, I, I, I mean, let, let's see what you, you think about it. Cause we, you know, talk about visions and dreams, yes. but this one I've never let go of. And I was like, Hmm. So I dreamt that I was on earth in the age had passed already. Okay. And it was earth without the, without anything that we created. Okay. And and the land was still scarred, but it's growing back and mm. it's just left fallow, like a fallow field. And I was somewhere on a cliff, some lands, it looked like California. And I'm walking along and I meet a young man who looks like he's 18 and he was actually 1200 or something. Okay. And he's all excited because it's taken him all the 1200 years to finally design a tiny, minuscule water plant that was pink, mm. and he sp- he was a gardener on Earth, but on After Earth, he the con- the learning and the growing is continual. Now he gets to learn how to build plants, mm. and he's worked fourteen hundred years to finally protect, you know perfect a teeny little water plant yes yes and he had a tiny little pond and it had these teeny little plants and i knew how old he was it was just an instant knowing on things Mm. and you talk a very little but i had an instant knowing and i admired his pretty little pond and i knew that i was going to the home on the cliff up ahead so i say goodbye to him and i walked on And I went to visit an architect whose job it was to design with the new rule that you could have um, horizontal and vertical floating. Okay. So anti-gravity. And he made this entire, I get to the doorway and the doorway opens and it's like the whole home has the ability to rise and lower and turn at will with the new rules that he had to design to. And I said to myself, oh, my God, this is real. This is like one of those crazy dreams I have. Right. And he, too, was an architect on Earth. But now he got to design and do his designing with new rules. And I got to step into a house that turned around me because the point was to go see the setting sun. And the whole house turned and floated and moved and settled so we could see the sunset over Mm. the ocean. And I was flipped out beyond belief to see walls move and furniture move and the whole thing. And it was a picture of life. After that, I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know where we get the stupid ideas of harps and clouds and stuff, but I'm like, (laughs) God put purpose into us. (laughs) Purpose, the thing you're meant to do, the joy you have of creating or gardening or designing or being who you are and that it doesn't change and disappear and everything is a um, joy. yes and a continuation and a continual learning. And it was wild and I, I could still see it. It was like I was there.
0: Yeah. And and the, and the amazing thing about what you just said is girl, you dream with architects in it. I never have dreams that go that deep, man. (laughs) I mean, like you got landscape designers and everything, man. (laughs) Never. But this
1: question of like, Will we continue growing? Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: Right? Will we continue learning? Yes. There's this weird notion of boring, happy, antiseptic, for whatever reason. I don't know where that comes from. But to go back to Heart Mountain, I share all of that, to go back to Heart Mountain, that, right, immeasurably more than you can ever hope for or imagine. Yes. Yes that dream was one heck of an imagining. I didn't create that. I got to experience this wildness yes, and go, Oh, what if, what if we keep growing? What if that pursuit never changes Mm. and the relationship keeps deepening and our engagement to each other keeps deepening? Just gave me different thoughts.
0: No, but I agree with you, but isn't that what God desires for us that we keep growing and deepening our relationships with each other? You know what, what I'm saying? So. And we yeah. don't put we don't put what I call the uniforms on that shield us from really going heart to heart and connecting with individuals, that we just, yeah, oh man. Well said, Alexa. That was like, man, that was just Oh my goodness, I just thought about John 10:10 10, 10. He says, "I came that you might have life and life more abundantly. right? So when you think about that, the God kind of life is a life of expanding and growing, right and never hitting or reaching limitations. Wow.
1: And that makes me think Ooh. of imagination yeah. or the importance of imagination and faith. And I think a lot of people are afraid of imagination. Yeah. Mm. But if God is immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, then our imaginations need to be <laughs> fine tuned, maybe, or exercised. Yes. Because yes. I can't ever top God like for an architect on earth to get to experiment with building without gravity yep. would be one hell of a thrill, but that's just my imagination. But God could do that in a second. Yes. He is not bound by our laws and our physics. And, mm. and I'm, I'm curious, we know that, you know, through PQ that visualizations um, play a very important role in, in healing in training the brain to have more sage reactions. But I'm curious about, I haven't done a lot of reading on it. I know CS Lewis has a lot to say about it um, on imagination and faith.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's throughout the Bible. I mean, w- we've had this discussion before, David, you can see the vivid pitches that he had Abraham, right? When, when God told him to look up, he says, think about a need." you know what I'm saying? So, it's throughout there but i what i'm picking up again from you is this this whole part of the transformation so when 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 god transforms us our imaginations start to expand in him and what his abilities are versus what our limitations our. are you know what i'm saying yeah. and I, and i think that's the most important thing is yeah. We imagine before we come to Christ, we have imaginations, right? We imagine things, right? We, we, we think about careers, we think about families, you know, growing old and those different things. But once we come to Christ, it's, it's a different type of imagining, right? His desires eventually become our desires. And I think that's what stage two kind of reminded me of. I understand the alignment, you know what I'm saying? And because of that alignment, I'm willing to say yes to you, Lord. And then now it's like, what's next? So do you see how this is transitioning and how it flows right into it? And to even think about your dream, I'm glad you shared the dream because it, like, it flows right into stage number four, which stage number four says go deeper, right? It was embracing the deepening. But now stage four says go deeper. My Christianity, PQ, and the presence of God. Notice the difference here now. There's Mm -hmm. an added understanding and an awareness of the presence of God leads me to embody love Mm. by loving others and their spirituality, especially when other beliefs differ.
1: Wow. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that is what I experienced while in school, the burden, right? Or the 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 biases. PQ actually allowed me, it helped me open this thing up and it put me in a place where when I'm around that and my old those old thoughts start to come back, I now can immediately shut down and shift out of it and go into the love of god and let that come out of me not my old way of thinking or the closing Mm -hmm. down it's Mm -hmm. it's incredible from that point even even in not just from the from that scenario but even in situations where the way people like talk to me right like i have a challenge with like people that are directives. You know what I mean? Like they like do this, do that, do that. And they don't kind of involve me. And you were
1: in the Marine.
0: (laughs) Yes. But see, but the Marine Corps trained me to how to accept it. But you have to remember before I joined the Corps, I spent 21 years in New York. Right. And in the city, it's, it's about the strongest survives. So when I got into the Corps, I learned what submission and service was all about. It taught me that, yes, you can still be strong, but in the context of you have to be willing to submit your strongness to someone or something higher than you. And that was huge mm. for me.
1: Yeah, good metaphor there.
0: Yeah, it was huge. And and to think about it from this understanding now that the love that I have on the inside of me, I can open that up to anyone, anywhere, and feel free about it. That's incredible for me. And I've been a Christian now 30 some odd years, but that is incredible to have this top of mind right now. And that's what embody means to me. I'm not that's trying beautiful. to love. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not.
1: Yeah, you're not trying. Exactly.
0: I, I, I am loving. I'm not trying to love. Now, that's not in all areas, but I have an understanding now of what being love is. Now it helps me even, even what's the word I'm looking for? I'm struggling. It helps me to even grasp or even hold on to what God felt like when he sent Jesus for us. Do you know what I'm saying? He was being love. That's why he came. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, it's, yeah, man, a girl that's, I don't know where I went there, but that to me is just profound. And I see people different now, even in church. You know what I'm saying? Where where people that, you know, they're, they're they're always in a struggle or always doing this or always doing that. And I'm like, it's all good. I like, it's, it's for, it's, it's an opportunity for me to display the love of Christ. It doesn't matter where you are doesn't matter. Yeah. He loves you, I love you, and you're loved. And that that's a powerful statement. You know what I mean when you think about it? To tell people that they're loved. And and to literally mean it. What what does that do to a person to really know that they're loved?
1: I mean, that was the big one of the big breakthroughs in learning coaching was how realizing that we don't listen to each other. Mm. Ooh. And how can we achieve anything? Nevertheless, the greatest achievement, right? Outward love. If you don't have the time to sit and mm. get out of your head and sit with someone. Yeah. And be willing to hear them out completely.
0: Mm.
1: just that one thing yeah that was my first conviction you know in weighing coaching learning and church learning Mm. was like to say we're love and never listen Mm. and it's like you're saying biases get in the way the judge gets in the way um, but the profound act of giving people your own spirit and your own listening that they're valuable and worthy mm. And to hear them without judgment. Yeah is um, can't be discounted.
0: No. And it makes me imagine what the world would be like if we all got to this level here, stage four, the the embodying of love. You know what I'm saying? How conversations with different political parties would be, cultural conversation, race conversation, sexuality conversations, how different that would be if we came from this place of knowing from an inward being to an outward loving And then embodying love that actually loves others, even though they're different. Man, my goodness. Yeah, I don't want to let that imagination go, girl. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't. I want to hold on to it because every time I think about the depths of love, I just get this picture and it's from Genesis when when Abraham gave Joseph the coat of many colors. And I just envision that coat. And when I look at like the old church buildings that had the multicolored stained glass, you know how beautiful oh, yeah, it looks yeah. with all the colors. And I'm like, wow, what a beautiful, what a beautiful picture to hold on to. The coat of many colors. And just everything that's all work and it all works to oh yeah look at that look at this it all worked together for the good right and the beauty that's in that coat we may not be able to see that coat we couldn't see it because it was thousands of years ago but when i look at a stained glass with all the colors in it i get the understanding of what abraham was doing when he gave it to joseph
1: he loved him so much
0: that's it girl so now let's let's go into to stage five let's let's end this one here on a, on a big note this is pretty intense now hold on to your seats listeners
1: okay I can't imagine where we're going next because I mean
0: yes well we tend to go right. deep girl when you and I get together on these conversations we go very deep so this one's called intimate love the last stage oh I don't want to call it the last but stage five what we've noticed is the intimate love I know. I now know, oh wait, I'm sorry, I read it. I now want to help others experience the deep love for Christ using the PQ framework. I'm going to read that again one more time. I now want to help others experience a deep love for Christ using the PQ framework. Mm. It is no longer about what I want. It is now about what God wants to do through me and my resources.
1: Hmm.
0: What an incredible place to be. And I personally, I think you can't get here unless you've experienced it all the way through. Because now you see like you experienced it and then you passed it on to your, to your daughter, right? Right. And and for two years and now she's living in and you called it the fruit. It's like, man, I can't keep this to myself, not even from a monetary perspective. I need and I want people to have this because what I can, and how I connected with God was through this. And I know if I connected, somebody else can do the exact same thing. That's what I call intimate love.
1: What was it that Jackie Meek said? He take takes you to the place where the veil is thin.
0: The thin veil. Yes. Yes. Oof. Yes. What a beautiful place. Mm.
1: Wow. Yeah. Cause I guess that's been the puzzling thing about a Christian walk within, you know, multiple denominations yes. is the actual. Deep love and experience is very personal. Mm. It's about a relationship. And we could say that it could be this, this cultural thing. It's about a relationship. But to really know it is, yeah. it has to turn you inside out. Yeah. Mm. And it's not a rule. And it's not a checklist because you're not in control of it. Yeah. And you go where Mm. God sends and you flow and go and you're surprised Mm. and you're amazed and you're blown away or you're deeply healed through deep pain or suffering or grief. It's really difficult to articulate. It's not something Mm. you package up and you just say, oh, follow these little rules and you're all going to. I think that's been the problem with traditional religion is wanting to can and package and prescribe and say, yeah. well, if you just do this, you'll have it. And it's like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I, I could tell stories about all these marvelous things, but they're my stories and mm. your stories are going to be different. And that way that weaves. I guess it's like it's that mystery, what they talk about, the mystery. No,
0: and I agree. And it goes back to the accepting of transformation Hmm. because God is the transformer. He's the Hmm. one that transforms. We have to be willing to go through it. And I think that what you just said about religion, I mean, let's just put it out there. It's almost, it's everywhere we look in the world, right? Seven steps, 12 steps, five steps, or whatever it is. And I know we're talking about stages, but we're literally not literally saying a stage. It is all a part of the process that, people go, yes, yeah. Yeah, that people go through. And yeah. man, to to live... In this place of intimate love. Man, just to get to what's next is, is transforming life. And to go deeper, like the red pill. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my goodness. But to live in a place of intimate love. ah, Man, it touches me deep, girl. Oof, I never imagined that I would be at this place where I'm at right now. Never, never imagined it. Never imagined the desire to want to just bask in God's presence and to literally to, to think about God and to think about Jesus constantly. I never imagined this. I want this. It's not, I don't need it I want this now and I want others to experience this. This is incredible. And there's a, there's a level of peace that I have now with less than I had that I, than I had when I had more. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah Cause it's the difference between heart and mountain and actual mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Like we talked about the, the warrior. Yes. Which is still legit, right? When you're called to be one, you are you are one. Yep. Um, but we're not called to live there. We're called to the heart. Yep. And it's a different physics. I a funny thought came to mind as you were speaking of, like, how many neurons had to die for you to get there? Ooh. <sighs> right? Because I think <sighs> about some things when I started CTI. Yeah. And who I am today, so it's about four, maybe five years. Yeah. Four years. Wow. There are things that just don't exist anymore, and I don't think I could reach back and go get them because I'm not the person I was in a short term. I could definitely tell you I'm not the person I was 10 years ago after going through a hideous divorce and lots of death and hospice and all these other things. Um but that's a long game. This was, this has been a short run and it's just like, I'm upended Mm
0: -hmm. and it
1: was the perfect introduction cherry on top. Mm -hmm. Like let me, that I'd been craving in these 50 years of living life Mm -hmm. and then tremendous amount of growth and transformation in like four years. Yep. And I'm, I'm quite aware there were ways of being or doing that. They're just not gonna exist anymore. Yeah. And they're not gonna come back. Mm. And then God gets to build on top of that. Yes. And then we grow and transform and we lose <laughs> more of the negative mm. thing. Wow. And then build upon that. Yeah. Because you're you're actually talking about changing your mind mm. for, for real. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes.
1: Truly, truly changing your mind. Yes,
0: and that is the, the the one thing that's always fascinated me. After becoming a Christian and reading Romans twelve two, to be not conformed but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind. I spent like thirty years wondering. Well, how do you what? do this, man? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? How yeah. do you renew your mind? And I mean, I've I've yeah, I'm not even going to tell you some of the things that I did that wasn't a negative, but it helped. But learning about PQ accelerated my understanding and learning about renewal of the mind that the last 15 years, I never got it. Right. And it just opened it up and I'm like, holy cow. I, I, it's, it was like, like, like you said with Jackie, the thin veil for me, it was like the whole veil came down, girl. I'm like, holy cow, Lord, this is what you mean. Yeah. And, and it, it, I'm not the same and I I won't ever be the same after this. And that's a great thing. But your question was awesome, man. So, how many neurons had the die? For me to get to here, it's yeah. like, or oh, there. Do you understand what I'm saying? But think about that. Wow. And to think about it from, from a Christian perspective, they only took one death, and that was Jesus. For us to even come in and to have access again. Mm. That just took me right back to intimate love, girl. It's like, whoa.
1: And then we're constantly dying and yes. renewing and dying and renewing. Cause even <sighs> the practice is difficult. Yes. Right. There's always more. But it's the heart mountain more. There's glorious more.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. We're gonna have to do something on this heart mountain. You 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 got Unlike me on this it, one. You you hooked me on it. You you really did because it is an unscalable mountain, you never reach the peak that is the, man, when you said that girl, I've been chewing on that since the last time we talked. I just i I can't, yeah, it's just like, whoa, and to think about this two years ago, you and I didn't even know each other, right and, and we s- never met. Exactly. And to see where we are right now because of what God is using to draw people together. Just just think about that in itself.
1: I mean, just Oh, it's like I used to tell Rod like PQ Christians especially getting to be in leadership and planning. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's more churchy than every any church I've ever belonged to, and I'm blown away every time we talk and I'm you know and it and yeah. you just you and then you're like, oh, okay, there's a lot of work to do on the outside, or like you said, this needs to somehow get out so people can also be free, yes, and um connect in the same way, yes, with such depth,
0: Hmm. I'm going to end it on this because you just said it, and I'm so glad you went there. I, I don't know the person's name, but I would give them the credit for this. When we asked about the whys, and their okay. why was to liberate others to this oh, freedom yeah. in Christ. And remember, you because when you heard the word liberate, you're like, liberate. oh, that just rings a bell there. So, yeah. yes, liberation. It reminds me of Luke 4. I'll end it on this one. I'm always throwing Bible out there, girl, because it's just pouring out of me. So Luke 4, 18, it said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to free the captives. Recovery of sight to the brine. Just think about that, that God's presence is with us, that we may do those things. And he's allowing us to use the PQ framework to liberate people. To get them back into his presence man mm. alexa this was awesome my friend i love having this conversation with you and we can have any more any conversations anytime because awesome. it's amazing when we get together so thank you for joining today thank you thank you for listening to this episode of pq for christians the sage perspective accepts every outcome and circumstance as a gift and an opportunity and Romans eight twenty eight states we know all things work together for good for those who love God who are called according to his purpose to learn more about positive intelligence please visit their website positiveintelligence.com